Hello there. Welcome to day six of the Lent readings. A thought for the day based on Andrew Ollerton's book, The Bible, a story that makes sense of life. Here's my potted version of chapter six. In this chapter, Ollerton looks at Genesis three and asks, what went wrong? How did the beautiful picture painted thus far get so horribly spoiled? He writes, the snake in the grass, the voice of temptation, the choice between good and evil. Aren't these realities we all still face? On some level, we continue to live in this chapter. Satan, brilliantly typecast as the serpent, starts to question God's motive and Adam and Eve's trust in him. He manages to trigger the first known case of FOMO, fear of missing out. Even though with all the space and freedom and pleasure available to Adam and Eve, the serpent managed to reshape their perspective into one of restriction. He says, God knows the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. You'll be just like God, knowing everything. Genesis 3 verses 4 to 5. And suddenly, their loving creator is an over-controlling parent holding them back. And you know, that shift of perspective still happens, doesn't it? That as Ollerton describes, Satan sows seeds of doubt to poison minds. The ancient voice of temptation sounds incredibly temporary. God is a killjoy. You're missing out. And as soon as Adam and Eve fell for this lie, everything changed. Remember yesterday's vacation, purpose in life, to have relationship with God, relationship with others and to take care of the earth. Well, the first thing that happened, Ollerton points out, is Adam and Eve experienced estrangement from God. They became scared of him. They wanted to hide from him. And he has to ask, where are you? The second thing is the spoiling of human relationships. Suddenly, they're ashamed in front of each other. And thus began the long, sad human story of shame, of inadequacy, of covering up and putting on a front. The third thing that happened is, instead of taking care of the earth, our relationship with the planet became a hard, frustrating, destructive one. We've exploited and commodified rather than tended. Ollerton writes, Deep Sea Divers recently set a new record by descending 11 uh, kilometres into the Mariana Trench. And guess what they found at the bottom? A plastic bag and some sweet wrappers. He says, evil is like plastic pollution, completely pervasive and seemingly impossible to get rid of. Rowan Williams said negotiating what it means to be dependent is part of, hu- part of being human. But Genesis 3 is the story of us seeing independence from God, seeking independence from God. Ollerton points out this chapter holds a truth that echoes deep within us. The world is broken and we're part of that brokenness. And yet, Ollerton ends the chapter with hope. The story is not over yet. 
He challenges us to read Genesis 3, 1-24 and to reflect on the ways we might be tempted to doubt God's goodness and to turn from him. Earlier in the chapter, Ollerton noted, If you ever sense the Almighty asking a question, it's unlikely that he lacks information. Instead, he is inviting a moment of honest reflection. It's time to stop running and to face up to reality. Hope begins here. Is God calling you by name as he did Adam, saying, Kath, where are you? How will you respond to his call?